Alright everyone and welcome to Going Over Bet Pro Wrestling, the only wrestling bet tips podcast on the planet. I am your host, The Scotsman, and today we're going to be covering WWE Extreme Rules 2022. First of all, if you're wondering, extre- actually, first I do want to apologise real quick if you hear any bang in the background. We're getting you siding on in my house today. And they're doing the guy's doing it right outside my office wall right now, and he's just battering away with a hammer. So if you hear anything, that's him. Unfortunately, I did ask my wife if we could put up some concrete and then get a Kenny Omega mural painted on it, but she declined for some reason. She must be a WWE mark or something on a Okada mark. Okay, so we're covering Extreme Rules 2022. There's been some betting upsets in the history of this, but nothing major. The biggest upset was only plus 310 odds, which is 100 bucks would win you $310. That was 2019 with a new day defeating Brian Rowan and Heavy Machinery in the multiple man tag team match. Other than that, yeah, you've got like plus 300 with Samoa Joe winning that Fatal Five way with the winner facing Brock. Um, plus 240, Cesaro Nakamura defeating the new day, you know, so like not too many upsets. Interestingly, Bianca Belair's on there. She had a betting upset last year when she beat um, Becky Lynch. I still laugh at that one because this is what I wrote. Can't see anything but Becky Lynch winning. Of course, they could have some sort of DQ finish, which would be so stupidly fitting for WWE at a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules. What happened? DQ finish. Thankfully, Vince McMahon is not in charge anymore, that sick creep is gone, and Triple H is in charge, and that works out for us from a betting standpoint, because we get, like, booking that makes sense, you know what I mean? It's not just, like, this old man is woken up and deciding, no, this person's gone over, damn it, um, Triple H thinks things through and all that, so I'm really, you know, and we know what to expect from him with NXT booking, so, yeah, I'm pretty happy Hunter's in charge from a betting perspective. Okay, so we're going to go through each match and we'll give you the, I'll give you the odds. I should note, as always, these are just kind of my thoughts and early predictions. If you want my actual official betting tips, go to betwwe.com and I will probably post them there Saturday morning. I'm going to wait and see how SmackDown goes, I believe. So Saturday morning, betwwe.com and you'll find my Extreme Rules betting tips. Speaking of... It is very important that you subscribe to my betting tips because I have an email subscribe there and when I post the odds and so on, I send out um, the betting odds, let you guys know what the odds are and I send out updates and so on, I update them and I will throw in random betting tips there if there's some value before um, early on. For example, Carrying Cross versus Drew McIntyre. The current odds right now, Carrying Cross is minus 400. That means you'd have to bet $400 to $100. And he's fighting Drew McIntyre, who's plus 250, which is 100 bucks to win 250. That means Drew is a huge underdog here. And, you know, Karrion Cross is most likely going to win. He's unbettable. But if you'd been following Bet WWE, you would have, um, September 12th, when I updated the odds and they announced that match, or was it September 25th, I think, sorry, um, when they announced that match, Cross was an underdog at plus 120 odds, and I said then bet a half unit, which is, you know, my confidence levels is a quarter unit, half unit, and a full unit. So if you'd been following me at betwb.com, and maybe you're listening right now and you did follow me, then we've got a bank of a bet there with Carry Cross to, to win. At the current odds, I don't really see a bet. I mean, 
Drew, I think, you know, I think the Drew experiment after he lost at Clash at the Castle is probably kind of over with. Cross needs to win. I really don't see, you know, Hunter loves Cross. You know, Drew, I could see him in the sense that he could get the big win, you know, on the big stage after losing at Clash at the Castle to rehab him somewhat. But I think he's kind of going down the card and Cross is coming up. You know, I can't see Drew getting involved with Roman again for a while. So, yep, hopefully you bet that then. If not, subscribe to betwe.com and get my email updates. Okay, what else would they have? An interesting one here. Ronda Rousey is minus 260 versus Liv Morgan at plus 180. You know, you, you got to feel the Liv Morgan experiment's over now. Again, I'm getting sick of it. Ronda, you know, I could see her winning the title with them going to Saudi Arabia. You know, she her with the belt kind of makes sense unless you want to save it for there. But then is Charlotte returning soon? That's the word on the streets. And then if so, do they go with Liv versus Charlotte? I could see that. So this is one where I'm not 100% sure. Liv Morgan is plus 180 odds, so that's pretty darn tempting, actually. I think I'm going to advise a quarter unit bet on her, so I would probably go with a quarter unit bet. It's a small one, it's a speculative one, but I think there's a decent little chance of it. We have Imperium, minus 160, versus the Brawling Brutes, plus 160. I went back and forth on this one, and I mean, I think Brawling Brutes, good spot for them to get the victory. You know, Gunther can, or is it Gunther? I don't even know. Walter. He can lose without, um, you know, being hurt. His team can lose without being hurt. People love Sheamus right now. The Brawling Brutes are getting over. I like Brawling Brutes here. I'm pretty close to advising a quarter unit bet on them, but I'm going to wait and see what happens at SmackDown before really deciding. Matt Riddle was in a fight pit match against Seth Rollins. Riddle was a heavy favourite at minus 600 with Seth at plus 350. Riddle is, you know, he's been dominated by Seth, it seems, you know, just dominated style. So you've got to think that Riddle gets to win here. But is this the end of it? Are they going to keep going? If so, you know, do you have Seth win again? Have Riddle win the penultimate match? Daniel Cormier is going to be there. Him and Seth are best buds. Is this just a one-off for the hell of it? Is Cormier going to get involved? Is he going to, like, do something with Seth, who he's best buds with? Is he going to... Um, help Seth get the win because again the best buds. Tough to say there. Um, Riddle minus six hundred does make sense. I don't think I can advise a bet on Seth Rollins. It's a very very speculative one. I don't hate it if you do better. I think that has enough reasons to possibly better, but it's not one I can sit here and advise. Edge is minus one twenty versus Finn Balor minus one twenty. I've got to go with Finn Balor here. It's a pick 'em. Judgment Day, they need all the help they can get, all the rehab. Edge can eat a loss. I'm so tired of Edge, I have to say, honestly. You know, Judgment Day, they just got Dominatrix Mysterio joining them at Clash at the Castle. This is a team that, like, a stable that really needs rehab badly, and they need to get wins here. And WWE will play up huge to Finn Balor beating Edge, you know. So, yeah, I'm doing, I'm pretty darn sure. I've already written it down for tomorrow. I'm doing a half unit on Judgment Day. I've already placed my bet on Finn Balor, I mean. Half unit, that's half my confidence level. Pretty strong there, I like it. Got, finally, we've got Bianca Belair, minus 160 versus Bailey, plus 120. I haven't back and forth in this one, you know what I mean? Like, to me, it's, it's like a it's like a coin flip on whether Bailey wins or not. So we're getting plus one twenty. Those are better odds than a coin flip. So I'm thinking the coin. I'm thinking Bailey. I might bet on her. Um, 
you know, damage control, but giving a big push, etc. So you could see Bailey winning the title, you know, and they're kind of copying the bloodline, but the, the female version of it. So I can totally see that. But Bailey is a good character, and her not having the belt while the others have the tag belts kind of makes it, you know, like, um, kind of makes it an interesting dynamic where, like, Bailey's technically the leader, but she's the one without a belt and could cause issues and so on. So. That's one I'm still not 100% decided on, but I do think mathematically Bailey is worth a quarter unit bet on that one. So let's real quick see here, we quick recap. Bailey, quarter unit bet seems very likely. Half unit bet on Finn Balor. You know, Seth Rollins, I could, you know, it's not the worst bet in the world. I've you know, placed worst bets. Brawling Brutes, kind of liking them here, you know, small bet on them. Liv Morgan, I think at plus 180, I'm tempted by it, you know, like, bo both of these, I'm going to wait and see how it plays out in SmackDown, and then obviously Karrion Cross, I bet him a while back, would not bet it at minus 400, someone actually asked me about that, they're like, how come you never bet, like, any of the favourites, like, um, Matt Riddle's minus 600, even if you think he's going to win, why wouldn't you bet him, or if Roman Reigns is, like, minus 1800 against Logan Paul, wouldn't you advise betting him? See, that's minus, let's say it was minus 600, right, which is what Riddle is. That's $600 to win $100. That's a massive, massive risk. In the sports betting world, they're called bridge jumper bets because if you lose it, you'll jump off a bridge. That's basically what it means, right? And these things do happen. I mean, there's been very few upsets that are over minus 1,000 odds, so you are probably safe. Um, try to think what ones there was. I mean, WrestleMania did have a few. There was obviously the most obvious one, Brock Lesnar defeating Undertaker, plus 1,100. I can't remember what Taker was there. I think he was about um, minus 2,000 or something. So, you know, if you bet $2,000 to lose... Actually, no, he was at minus 3,000. So that's you you betting $3,000 to win $100, and you've lost it. So you've lost three grand there. That's why they call it a bridge jumper bet. They've had other ones, Matt Hardy, um, well... Most of Battle Royal ones, and then Zack Ryder was a plus 3300 winner um, at WrestleMania 32, but I don't think there was any heavy favourites. So the best example is basically the Brock Lesnar Undertaker one. You're generally pretty safe if you're going to bet these odds, but I would I just wouldn't advise them, you know, because that's not what I do. I don't sit here and say, yeah, risk $1,000 to win $100 on Roman Reigns. What I do is I look for bets at minus 140 and above when I'm kind of looking for either value or I think the sports books have priced it wrong because that's the thing I even watched wrestling you know since like the the 80s so and I study it I love it it's my life you know and it's like I believe I know better than the sports books and as opposed you know and I I, I factor in things that people don't factor in like sports books don't factor in um what's happening down the road as much, you know, like they um they don't think about magazine covers, they don't study what people are doing on social media, they don't look at what towns WWE are going to next and what would be important for someone to have a belt or have a win or have a rematch, you know. Like AEW is a good example of that. Twice now they've had someone lose um championship match only to win it again in someone's hometown, you know. Thunder Rosa was a big example of that. Um they claimed as well, although that was probably not planned, but I think the Thunder Rosa one was more planned. So, you know, basically 
I look for more value and without um, doing any crazy stupid bets that if you lose, you'll jump off a bridge. Or Shane McMahon style, you jump off a cage. Anyway, that's it for me. Saturday morning, betwwe.com. I shall have your betting odds, your betting tips up for Extreme Rules, official betting tips. And thank you so much for listening. Oh, finally, last thing I want to say is betting wise these days, bet online is the best sports book bar none for this. Like all the other sports books that cover it, crap these days. The odds, um, the selection, everything. Bet online. You can bet Impact there now. You can bet NXT. You can bet Futures in the Rumble. You can bet if MGF's going to win the title right now. Or stuff like that, you know what I mean? Or you can even bet if MGF is going to show up in um, WWE and things like that in 2024, you know. So it's like, bet online if you want to sign up with them. Support the podcast. Go to betwrestlingpodcast.com. There's a link to bet online. Click it. If you sign up, I make a wee bit of money from it. Nothing much, but... Enough. To, I mean, I used to be. I used to say the money I make, I would um, buy beers to get me through Raw and SmackDown and all that. But to be honest, these days I don't need to be too lucid to watch them. The quality's turned up quite a lot. But yeah, bet online is the best. Is the best place to bet pro wrestling. And follow the links at betwrestlingpodcast.com. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you very much for listening. And CM Punk sucks. <laughs>